With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Kraken This Morning, a presentation of the Kraken Audio Network and Sports Radio 93.3 KJR-FM. Here's Mike Benton. And just how many of you had a great time on Thursday night? A broken stick from a few shifts ago is still out there in the far corner of the Bruins. So and a shot from the far wall. Daniel Sprong scores. Daniel Sprong from the right wing side. A shot on goal that was redirected home by Tanev. And the Kraken go up by one. 12.46 to play in the period. Oh, first step in the recipe to beat this team in this building. Get the first goal. And what a tricky one this is. Sprong's throwing it at the net, and it looks like it's going to go behind the net. That's where Tanev is. But he puts his stick down, deflects it near side, glove side, along the ice, past a stunned Olmark. And Turbo presses the button and goes up 1-0. Kraken open the score. The ice now breaking in. Here comes Bostronok down the slot shot. Turned aside by Martin Jones. One of the bigger scenes by Jones as Schultz just couldn't stride in to obstruct Bostronok. And he tried to fake high glove and go low blocker. Jones right, with the stop. York strand as his shot will pinball off of Hall. Knocked down, Tolman in, scores! Ellie Tolman in from the high slot. It hits the post. It hits the crossbar. They have been credited with a goal. They're going to look at it and see if it actually did tuck itself up under the corner of the net and back out. But Seattle, as of now, Dave, on top 2-0. Oh, E.T., phone home. That shot was out of this world. In below the goal line, Marchand shot, sharp angle, and that's forced to win to the near wing circle. This is sent down the ice. Justin, or Jaden Schwartz, shot, scores! Jaden Schwartz from the near half wall of the Kraken zone, all the way down the ice, into the empty net. Three, nothing, Seattle, 150 to go here in this one. Schwartz with the luck on his stick to bounce that down, 150 feet into the empty net. Final score, Kraken three, the Boston Bruins nothing, where the Kraken shocked many in the hockey world at TD Garden, putting together an effort they said was their most complete of the season. With seven straight wins now in the bank, their attention turned to one final visit to the Windy City. Welcome to Kraken This Morning. On a Saturday, January 14th, the Kraken and Chicago Blackhawks square off tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific from United Center. Everett fits you. Dave Tomlinson join you from the booth. I'll be with you 4.30 from Network Central on Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM and the Kraken Audio Network. Coming up on the show, we'll introduce you to Caitlin Parker, a focal point as player development coach at Kraken Community Iceplex, along with a tremendous door open with Team USA on the women's side at the Under-18 World Championships. Plus, more details from Boston to set you up for the road trip finale. While the Kraken are getting ready for this one, Caitlin Parker getting ready for the next big one. Team USA's women's squad battling at the Under-18 World Championships today where they take on Sweden and Parker on staff as a scout taking the next big step in her career. She is a Bellingham native and also got experience playing for Colgate 
and coaching at the NCAA level. In this conversation with the Kraken Audio Network, Parker shared more on the role with Team USA, measuring up for her career. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging role. I think you're just trying to provide as much information as you can for the staff and the team and help prepare them um, so that they know what to expect that's coming at them the next day. And um, you're really just eyes in the sky and um, part of the, the whole picture of it. And so it's been really fun. And the staff here that I've gotten to work with is incredible and some, some incredible hockey minds and, and they've got everything dialed in there. So any way that I can be of help is um, what I'm trying to do. And it's been it's been a lot of fun to be part of and um, get to see all the different teams from different countries and how they play and their style of play and how it mimics maybe what we're doing in the U.S. or um, some things that you pick up along the way, which is really exciting as well. I know that you don't want to give away trade secrets here, but just in a general sense, your eyes are always on the game. How long during each day are you having to keep your eyes on it the most? Um, a lot of days. It depends. Um, today here for the tournament, it was a practice day. So um, got to watch all the teams that we may potentially be playing down the stretch um, as well as our own team. So it was a long day at the rink, but any day at the rink, a good day. So no complaints at all. What do you remember about the day you got the call from Team USA to take on this role? I, I think I was sitting outside of rink three, actually, and um, got a call from Kristen Wright and very excited and grateful and humbled to be of asked to be part of the staff. And um, they were together in August and just an incredible group of people. So was super excited to be able to join them and work alongside them. And um, anytime you get to represent your country is something that you can't really describe and put in words and um, uh, just really excited to, to be able to go and be part of it. And it's been nothing but the best so far. You know, you often hear about when it comes to tournaments like these where two weeks or three weeks or a month can make such a big difference with forging relationships and forging a bond that lasts for such a long, long time with the group that you're connected to now. What is it about the job or maybe these first few weeks that have surprised you the most? What surprised me the most is just how cohesive the group already is. Um, you have camp and then you have a team and it takes a lot of time, um, in the college world, you're, you're in a 365 planning and in a tournament world, you're really in about a week planning and trying to get the most out of the players as quickly as possible. And, um, watching just how everyone interacts at such a professional level and do things that, um, you're trying to put the best foot forward for, for the team and the players so that they can go out and perform the best. And I think our group's done an incredible, fantastic job at doing that. And, um, it's hard. You're trying to cram it all and, and teach them and, and get them to play to the best of their ability in a short period of time. And you don't have a lot of time to get that um, maybe development piece in as much as if you had them for a full year. So everything's more of a sprint in these situations. What's so special about players at this age level is, is that they've just begun to scratch the surface for their career. And I recall seeing it too at the, at the WHL level. Yeah. What, what what do you enjoy about thinking where these players on Team USA could be headed a few years from now? Um, it's exciting. I think as you're watching, the future of hockey is growing and the women's game is just getting better and better and better. And I think as you're watching them at this stage in their life, you can just see the potential in front of them. And um, being able to to have an inside scoop of being watching them and how their habits are and um, everything that goes along with it. I think the game's going to continue to grow and, and being here and watching some of the players from other countries that 
we don't get to see all the time is incredible. And I'm sure you, you saw the Michigan goal get scored by a 14 year old. And I think that's something that the game is growing across the globe and um, holistically the, the women's hockey game is just going to continue to get better and better. And that's something I'm super excited for and, and excited to see how those players project in five years from now. We'll hear more with Parker tonight in the first intermission when the Kraken take on the Blackhawks. The Kraken are halfway done through the season. One more win. They can set a new NHL record for sweeping a road trip that goes seven games or longer. More important, another step taken in playoff progress. They stand two points back of the Kings and four points back of Vegas for first place. The Kraken, by the way, four games in hand on the Kings and two games in hand on Vegas. They're playing great. How great? The goal differential on this road trip, plus 22. Martin Jones earned the 28th shutout of his career and back-to-back -back this season on Thursday, while Ryan Donato made his return to Boston a successful one. He joined the booth live after the win in Boston, while Everett and Dave had their final thoughts. Here in Boston, alongside Dave Tomlinson, Everett Fitzhugh, the Seattle Kraken, has come into Boston, taking down the Bruins for the first time at home this season. Their first home loss for the Bruins, a 3-0 score. Martin Jones, his third shutout of the year, his second shutout on this road trip. And Dave, for Seattle, this was as close to a playoff atmosphere, as close to a playoff game as we're going to get. And it's the way they approached this game as well. They came firing on all cylinders into 2023 on what was going to be the most daunting road trip when you look at the teams they're going to play, the travel involved, and then the tail end of it coming to this building against the Bruins team that is setting records for their home play and everything else attached at the start of this season for Boston. And Seattle just gave them everything and more. Coming into the game, the Boston Bruins, the second best start in NHL history. Only the 1929-1930 Bruins had a better start. They were 35 Four and one. They lost the Stanley Cup final that season. Uh, and Dave, let's go back all the way to the first period. And, and you know that for, for what Seattle has been accomplishing all season long. And actually, before we get that, let's go down the locker room right now. We're going to have Ryan Donato join us here. Uh, first of all, Ryan, what a game for you personally back here in your hometown of Boston before this team, knowing what was ahead of them. Just take us through this contest from your vantage point on ice level. No, I think we uh, we played a full 60 minutes. Obviously, it was fun for me being home, and it's a blessing being back with family and all that stuff. But uh, obviously, we had a job to do, and uh, everybody from the goalie, uh, all four lines and all defensemen, everybody stepped up. Ryan, just how good did that feel? It felt great. Obviously, I know a lot of those guys in the team, and uh, it's hard to get wins in this building, so it goes to show if we do the right things, we can beat anybody. Your transition to center ice, uh, seamless. I know you've, we've talked and you've played there before, but uh, coming in uh, against one of the best face-off teams in the league, and you and your guys down the middle were certainly on point tonight. Yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, we know that they have a lot of good, good centermen, so for us, uh, keeping possession and getting getting the puck off the faceoffs was huge. 
uh, you got to give a lot of credit to our centers and then also to the wingers doing a good job. I know it's halfway through the season, but, you know, from our vantage point and just the, the intensity of that hockey game, that's about as close to a playoff feel, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. For us, I think uh, it goes to show if we can get into playoffs this year and uh, it's looking good and hopefully we continue to play the way we are. But Ryan. if we can, can you hear me? No, oh, yeah, you're good. Sorry about that. Go ahead, bud. Uh, we can uh, play with anybody in playoffs. Sorry to cut you off there, Ryan. Nice. Uh, as a second-year Kraken, you've been here from the beginning, and you've seen, you know, the, this transition. You've experienced this transformation from last year to this year. In your opinion, what has been the, the biggest reason for this team's success from year one to year two? I don't know. I think uh, we have a lot of uh, a positive group. I feel like there's a lot of times last year we were doing a lot of the right things and having success, and then we'd have one goal against, and uh, everybody was kind of deflated. So for us, I think we're being mentally tough and doing the right things, and uh, obviously when you play a full 60 minutes, uh, it's easy to win. Did you bring a box of cannolis for the boys on the bus? I should have. I should have. You're right. Maybe <laughs> I can get on that still. Okay. <laughs> Ryan Donato, thanks so much for your time. Congrats on the win. Congrats on the streak. Welcome back home, bud. We'll talk to you down Thank the road. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. So up next, the Blackhawks, and by the shape of their roster and current record, they're playing for tomorrow. But still, formidable parts remain as part of the team. Domi fires from the left circle. Locker save made by Corpusalo. Domi got it to Tane, to Tane, to Tane's in front. He shoots, he scores! Power play goal for the captain. Great puck movement by the Hawks. Tape to tape passes from Domi to Kane to Taves in the left circle. And as he was falling down, he shoves it in behind Corpusalo. It's 5-2 in favor of the Hawks. The Blackhawks 11-25-4, eighth place in the Central Division. That's John Weideman with the call on the Blackhawks radio network. And Chicago smack dab last in the Western Conference. In what feels like a season light years removed from when Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane led the Hawks to three Stanley Cups in five seasons. Both those players in a contract year. What happens at trade deadline time, it's a wait and see thing. But the Blackhawks still getting a win by beating the defending cup champion Colorado Avalanche 3-2 on Thursday. Max Domi, making the most of his first season in Chicago, leads the Hawks 28 points and 12 goals despite a team that is last in the NHL in goals per game. We'll see how it all shakes out one more to complete for not just a great road trip, but a historic road trip. Airtime, 4.30 for the Kraken at Blackhawks. Puck drops at 5 on KJR and the Kraken Audio Network. We hope you can be with us. For Kraken this morning, I'm Mike Benton. Happy Saturday. You're home for the Kraken. Sports Radio 93.3, KJR-FM. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.